I still, I wonder, was it because they had Sudaken? Was it a reaction to the fan response to Chikai? Why is Chikai so prominent? Especially in the first one. These are the questions we need to answer. And we will never get them unless we score an interview with Ikuni. Oh, if only. Ikuni, we're still inviting you on the podcast. Bring your favorite Kuji Dojins. We know you have them. <laughs> he probably has Kuji Idol. Oh, yeah, he does. And we don't. God. Welcome to episode nine, the audio dramas of desire. This episode is titled that because they have a lot of Chikai. Nope, that's not why at all. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be discussing the uh, audio dramas that were on the Blu-ray DVDs um, for, I think it was the fifth and sixth ones. Yeah, I think so. Or wait, no, the sixth one was just the Rayo Mabu ones, right? I forget. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Does matter. We have to be accurate. We have to be accurate on this, on this critically acclaimed Sarah's on my fan cast. <laughs> a scholarly podcast and we have to be accurate. We have 20 followers, goddammit. We got <laughs> we gotta be accurate. We're big. We're the biggest boys in town. Anyway, my name is Kat. <laughs> My pronouns are he and him. I am an artist and a writer and a hasty translator in the fandom. I made a Cas Toy Minecraft GF joke that got 1,000 retweets, and I do not know why. <laughs> you know why. <laughs> Cas Toy Real! <laughs> That's why. Uh, you can find me at It's Kato on Twitter and also at Let's Kato on my live tweet Twitter. I forgot to mention that you can find all, all my status on my translations on my blog, Kato's on my on Tumblr. And yeah, that's about it for me. Hello, I'm Faye. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. I do writing and art sometimes, which gets more questionable the longer I go without doing any of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I made deep Chikai analysis tweets that got no RTs, and I, I don't know why. Undiscovered genius. I'm underappreciated in my time. But you can find me at Toy Money on Twitter with two O's, Toy Kuji on AO3, and the same content warnings apply as always. Do you think if Chikai drops his lollipop like on the floor, do you think he puts it back in his mouth? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, just checking. <laughs> He's like that person. He like does the fifteen second rule. Do you think Kazuki's also like that? Yeah, I mean, he didn't. <laughs> wasn't that whole thing about uh, Kazuki giving? his friends something spoiled sauce or whatever kazuki would spill his ice cream on the floor and say five second roll before getting on all fours oh no and so until i have to physically restrain him (laughs) and would join him that's a cursed idea speaking of cursed ideas (laughs) putting more chikai in the drama series exactly like the first drama the audio drama starts out (laughs) <laughs> with the Chikai and Toy one, which is great. Thank you so much. It's called A Phone Call of Desire. Well, it's. I think the full title is... I didn't put the full title because it was long. It's How to Make a Phone Call of Desire. Because Chikai is, is teaching Toy. 
in this. The the general summary of it is Toy <laughs> threatens Chikai in order to join him in what is apparently his main job, which is making scam calls, which in itself is terrifying. And he calls various members of the cast and hijinks ensue. And Toy's main method of threatening Chikai is claiming that he will replace all of his lollipops with wasabi-flavored ones. <laughs> Chikai is terrified. Yeah, Chikai takes it dead seriously. He's like, hold on, man, we can work this out. <laughs> and so he says he's serious. He's gonna do it. And then Chikai agrees. He can't, he can't threaten his candy. <laughs> what an idiot. So this, I, this is a good time to mention how the, uh, everything after the anime seems to put Chikai on a redemption arc where it's like, <laughs> we're, we're gonna have Chikai be a nicer and goofier brother instead of whatever he is in the anime. Yeah, this is the stuff that we didn't get to see in the anime. These were the Nanami episodes that were cut. Well, personally, I feel like it's almost a different personality because he's so much more serious in the anime. I mean, he's still goofy, but he's like in a terrible way. And this is just kind of like in a harmless Nissan way. I mean, he's still like a shady gangster man, but this time he's he's a little more clear on why he's brushing Toy off. He tells Toy, no, I'm not going to let you make scam calls. You're still a little kid. Kids should eat, go to school, play with your buddies, shit, and sleep. That's it. That's so cute. He wants Toy to have a normal life and not do scam calls like him. Yeah, but Toy sees this as him undermining his potential. And also Toy just really wants to help out Chikai. It's so, it's secretly so sad. And it's really sad. But so funny at the same time. Yeah, it's very it's very goofy. And I like how Toy gets to be a brat in this. We never see him get to do that around Chikai. I, I like this dynamic of theirs where Toy <laughs> gets like a little bit of leverage in their relationship, but it's just through lollipops and Chikai is terrified. <laughs> oh no, not my candy. <laughs> it's also so satisfying to see Chikai get his ass handed to him by a 13-year-old little baby. And the fact that making scam calls is just Chikai's main job. I like the idea that like his main job is scam calls and the gunfights aren't even like really a part of it, but his lackeys just hate him so much that they ended up going to shoot Fuck this one guy in particular. Maybe that's why Toy is so surprised at seeing his gun too. He's like, Nissan just does scam calls. I see have a gun. <laughs> yeah, now now that we have like this knowledge and how it takes place before episode nine, like Maybe the, it was, like, legitimately shocking for Toy. I mean, we, we all would be shocked if we knew that. Why would you need a gun for scam calls? But yeah, it's it's so good. This, <laughs> this audio drama is so good in what it reveals about the bros. So <laughs> the first call Toy makes is, accidentally makes, I guess, is to Sarah. And she says, oh, hello, Dish? And Toy's like, Dish? <laughs> he's immediately put off by that <laughs> he's so bad at this but so this is seems like basically the scam calls where it's like it's it's me <laughs> and then the other person fills it in for you yeah it's basically the oldest trick in the book <laughs> such a hard job that chikai has but sarah mistakes toy for her manager for some reason maybe it's because he was her manager for <laughs> in episode five and she remembers him <laughs> 
Oh, Sarah, you're 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 such a dummy. I love you. She's so good. But yeah, she she mistakes him for her manager, and then she starts asking for time off because she wants to spend it with Cappy. She wants to spend more time with her prince. <laughs> yeah, so she's getting. <laughs> She's basically complaining to Toy about how she never gets time off and that her priorities are backwards because she's not spending time with her prince. <laughs> she's making Toy kind of like agree. And then she says, Sarah wants to spend more time with the prince, Dish. I want to tell him good morning every day, Dish. I want us to bite into a fresh cucumber together, Dish. Toy responds to that with basically, wow, this reminds me of me and my brother. <laughs> Yeah, he's toy, toy does a pause and he goes, I think I get how you feel. <laughs> I feel like this makes more sense in context once you've had uh, Ikuni tell you <laughs> about the Kujis, once you've heard his commentary on the Kujis, because he he's mentioned how their their relationship is is difficult to understand. And he thinks that the best way to understand these two is, this is a quote from um, one of the commentary tracks for episode five. <laughs> and he says the best way to understand these two might be to think of them like boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> now, wait, who's he talking about again? Sarah and Kepi or? <laughs> yeah, he's talking about the Coochie Bros. <laughs> this is about the Coochie Bros. Thanks, Ikora. Thanks, Ikuni. I mean, I guess. It makes this this conversation make a little more sense. Okay. Moving on. So then Toy ends up calling Rayo and Mabu. He gets really confused because Mabu thinks that he's just... <laughs> because so Toy does the it's me again. And then Mabu is like, oh, Chief Odyssey. And he's trying to go along with it, but he's so confused. <laughs> this poor boy. Mabu's using the otter puns and, he, and Toy's just like, so Night. <laughs> Chikai's confused because he's hearing Toy make otter puns. <laughs> Chikai's just like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? It's not my fault! And then Rayo takes the phone. Toy's like, it's me. I need money as soon as possible. And Rayo goes, huh? Money? You don't need money, you're a concept. <laughs> Everyone is such an idiot. <laughs> it's so good! This is this is the interaction that we needed. How confused Chikai must be. But then Toy realizes he accidentally called the cops. And he's like, Uso <laughs> And Chikai goes, Hey, I trust you, but you didn't just call the cops, did you? And then Toy's like, uh, maybe you should show me how it's done. So it's it's nice that Chikai is being so gentle with him, though. He's like, I totally trust you. I can I can imagine this is also how him instructing Toy on the weed business went. Oh, and then Toy is so <laughs> Toy gets so excited to have Chikai demonstrate how he does it. He's like, Thanks, I'm sure you're great at it. Can't wait to see it, <laughs> baby. <laughs> to imagine him just having like a pen and paper in hand yeah he does <laughs> and and so chikai takes the phone and he accidentally well i guess it's intentional but he calls enta and and chikai starts talking in a polite tone with polite language and going by yamada-san and toy says sugoya-ni-san 
That line changed the fandom. That line ignited an, an entire meme within the fandom. <laughs> and then he goes, so he goes to Goya Nissan, and then he goes, you almost sound like a functioning human being. If Toy had more saltiness towards Chikai, that could be a really skilled, veiled insult. The sad part is, you know it's not. <laughs> it's not an insult. Toy is genuinely, like, impressed by this. So Chikai calls Enta. Enta starts ranting about how his sister recently got dumped and how she's depressed. And Chikai's like, oh, just in time. We have matchmaking services over here at Shikotama Network. <laughs> Toy is still, for the second time in the background, going, Sugoya Nisa. He says it again! And it just like, anyway, enough about Nechan. Listen to my problems. And Enta's character song, like, slowly starts fading in. Just as Enta is about to burst into song, Chikai interrupts him with, Bitch, I'll bust your ass! And then he hangs up. Oh my god, and then this line from Chikai, it just gets me. He's like, uh, I messed up. I just can't handle that sort of stuff. Toy, you do it after all. He can't handle 14-year-olds and their feelings. <laughs> so he's like, Toy, do it. Toy, you were just telling him not to. And then the last call, Toy ends up making Takazuki. Who immediately recognizes Toy and starts ordering soba from him. And it's it's kind of sweet, like, <laughs> so Toy's like, oh, it's you. And then Kazuki, so he orders soba, and then he goes, well, Enta said this soba from your story is great, so... <laughs> and then Toy just responds with, give me your address. <laughs> and then he's out of there. He's like, sorry, sorry, Nissan, I gotta go deliver something. <laughs> Kai... <laughs> just got left chikai gets cucked <laughs> <laughs> okay and then the next one is uh the shirikodama swap or no it's shirikodama shuffle of desire it's the body swap episode i love the concept that this introduces that they can switch shirikodamas and they swap bodies so to my knowledge this one hasn't been translated in full yet which is really sad because it's really funny I'm so sad because, so, Enta goes into Kazuki's body, uh, Kazuki goes into Toy's body, Toy goes into Enta's body, and hijinks ensue. And among these hijinks, <laughs> Kazuki, in Toy's body, ends up in the weed room. And he doesn't, but he doesn't know what, what Toy does, because he's an idiot, and he, <laughs> like, the word that Toy uses for, like, herb is yasai, right? And that means vegetable, too. <laughs> so Kazuki thinks he can just start eating these plants that he finds. He eats the weed! <laughs> and then Shikai calls! Oh god. And he answers it, and he's like, I gotta answer like Toy would. I just gotta act natural. I'll bust your ass! <laughs> yeah, Kat, you're gonna have to take the reins on this, because I, I don't know what happens in this. Yeah, I don't know exactly either, but Kazuki, he makes it sound like Toy did some like pretty impressive work. So Chikai compliments Toy to his oh, face. No. <laughs> when Kazuki's taking over his body. No. Which we've established, Chikai doesn't really do this. This is so sad. This is so sad. Can we hit 94 likes? <laughs> the Kuchis make all the drama CDs sad. Even when it's goofy. And then Kazuki just gets progressively more fucked up from the weed. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe that this, that this happens. 
Chikai's like, you're not smoking that shit, are you? And you know what? This proves another of my headcanons, which is that they don't partake in the drugs that they sell. And Chikai confirms it. Thank you. Chikai's like, you can deal all the weed you want, but you better not smoke it. <laughs> he's such a good Nissan. Even though he's in this life of crime, he he's opposed to underage drug taking. Chikai is actually straight edge. Chikai anti-drug PSA. <laughs> Please. Okay, but that would be good. Like, show what? Like, young Chikai from the flashbacks and then show his mugshot. Oh my god! <laughs> this is what happens when you take drugs. This is what happens when you do the herbs. <laughs> I think it's appropriate to mention here that so every episode had, like, this episode preview where, like, the characters would just talk nonsense. And a lot of the time, they were basically talking about weed. <laughs> like Toy being a weed salesman and Kazuki advertising it for him as Sarah. Oh, how sweet. It's just so bizarre. And it took me forever to figure out, oh, right, they're talking about weed. <laughs> oh, that's so good. It's so funny. The, the inclusion of weed in this show just makes it like a million times more funny. <laughs> And it's specifically funny because it's it's in Japan, and this is Ikuni doing it, and it's just like, he just doesn't care at all. Yeah, like, it's super illegal in Japan, but over here in America, we're just like, haha, funny weed! Also, how does this one end with Kazuki and Chikai? What happens? Kazuki progressively, like, gets higher and higher until he's like, these herbs are the best! No! I don't know how the rest of it goes, though. <laughs> all, I, all I know is that toy in Enta's body. <laughs> Kepi threatens to do a Shirikodama check, and Toy's like, oh, hell no. So he decides to show proof that he is indeed the real Enta. So he goes over to the school, uncovers Kazuki's recorder, and then reenacts the recorder scene. <laughs> And Enta's like, Kooji, you fucker! Poor Enta. Poor Enta, man. Also, poor Toy, when he has to explain this to Chikai. <laughs> why he got high on weed. God, I wish this one would get translated. I really want to know what Toy's saying, what Toy yells at the end. These drama CDs are also really good because you get to hear a lot of Toy yelling. Any translators out there, please help us. We're dying. Please, for the love of God, I I am horrible with listening comprehension. Not just with Japanese, but with English. <laughs> you know, the saddest thing is that when I watch like British TV shows, I have to have the subtitles on because I can't understand what they're saying. So <laughs> definitely can't figure anything out in Japanese. So the next audio drama that we get to see that has a specific Kuji segment in it is a smooth Asakusa stroll of desire in which Sada goes around and meets the other characters and then eventually vores them when she thinks they call her a frog. Yeah, she's like going around kind of doing an interview, like, you know, one of those things on the streets. Then eventually we get to the Kujis, who are casually at Haniyashiki. <laughs> it's really good. Like, we get a little intro of them first before Sarah shows up. <laughs> and it's precious. It's so sweet. Chikai brings toy ice cream and toys like, what am I, a little kid? 
And Chikai's like, oh, more for me then. No, wait, I'll take it. He wants it. <laughs> it's so cute. And Chikai, and then he goes, to me, is it's, as, it's as if it was only yesterday you crying and being scared of the panda car. And so he goes, I didn't cry. No, you definitely did. He would have been too young to remember it anyway. But then Toy retorts with, I only stopped crying because you wrote it with me, remember? <laughs> Chikai goes, oh, did I? <laughs> what an idiot. I hate him. They're so terrible because they both pretend not to remember except the parts that they like. Oh. This is just, it's such a beautiful Kooji Bros moment. And it's only in the drama CDs. Toy, and we got so much fan art of Toy with the ice cream and also the panda car. We got so much baby toy panda car art. It was good. Yeah, and it was also helped that uh, we see, that we get to see Toy on a panda car in like the concept sketches in the Ganga book. It's so cute. And Chikai is with him in that too. It's precious. And he's calling him Nichan. No. They look like closer in age though, which is kind of odd yeah i think their age is just their age different just changes a lot in the concept we've thought more about like the age difference between chikai and toy than i think the staff has because in the in the guidebook like when you see the reference images for chikai and babby toy at the sanja matsuri like it says six and 16 <laughs> okay just lies about his age like tommy was so Okay, and then we get to the Sara part. Yeah, Sara comes in. She <laughs> so another thing. She she keeps. I for, I don't know exactly how she does it, but she attacks everyone at everyone's asses. I like to think she's doing the concho. Of course, that would make sense. And Toy, Toy, so Toy thinks that this is Kazuki as Sara, and he's like, "God damn it, Yasuka, not again!" Because I'll avenge you, Nissan. I'm not dead, bro. <laughs> but then Shikai recognizes Sarah, and Toy's like, wait, Nisan, you know about, like, idols and stuff? That's weird. This is so funny. This insight we get into Chikai. How much does he know about idols? I hope Chikai is, like, an idol fan. He's, like, an idol and Hello Kitty fan. I, w I wonder how many idol games Chikai has on his phone. Alongside all his baby toy pictures. Yeah, honestly, he probably keeps the baby toy pictures because every time he wants to, like, wail for <laughs> the gotcha, he has to look at baby toy and go, no, this money is for him. Do it for him. <laughs> anyway, Ikuhara, hire us for the next drama CDs. And all of his best boys are suspiciously emo boys. Aww, that's cute. So Sara starts doing her interview. and <laughs> She, you know, asks him why... They came to Asakusa, and Toy, you know, notices the TV cameras there. And Chikai's like, ah, shit, we gotta get out of here, let's go. And he says, Kaidazol. <laughs> and of course, Sarah mistakes this as, the, as him calling her a frog. Oh, it's so good, we get to, we, we get to listen to Chikai scream in agony <laughs> as, <laughs> as Sarah eats him alive. I also appreciate that. And Toy is screaming, Toy is, is frantic. <laughs> And then we get to hear Toy being like, oh god, it can't be! As, she, as she's shitting him out. 
But then all of my hopes are fucking dashed when instead of Kappa Chikai, Sarah turns people into cucumbers. And make sure you have to bleep it, just like they did in the drama CD. So now they're cucumbers. They're both fucking cucumbers. Oh, but then Toy and Chikai do the line that Toy and Kazuki did in the first episode. Toyhenda! It's so funny hearing Toy yell. Just listen to the audio dramas. It's much funnier. I love this cast so much. They're all so good. They're all huge idiots. It's incredible. It's so good. Oh, the two of them and Haniyashiki. We were going to have a nice little day together. Yeah, a nice normal day, like regular fucking brothers. Come on. For the way brothers do, you know. <laughs> the way the way brothers think of their brother as a prince and say, I want to wake up to my brother and share a cucumber with my brother. Normal. <laughs> normal stuff. God damn it, Faye, we're not at that episode yet. Sure feels like it. <laughs> yeah, the, these drama CDs were certainly like a... Think of, think of the Kuji fandom as a fire. And think of the drama CDs as a bucket of gasoline. It, it just ignited a whole lot of content. And this is only the beginning. <laughs> oh god, it is only the beginning. And also, because we kind of talked about the musical, at least how it kind of differs for the Kuji Bros in some ways. We already talked about that. So I think the only other thing we have to say is about Choi's character song, which is also on the DVD, so it kind of relates. Yeah, this is the very audio episode. So everyone should go listen to Choi's character song because it's very good. And if you can, watch the watch the stage play performance because it is it is amazing. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, we have to talk about the stage play portion <laughs> of it. It's incredible. They really did choose that choreography for for a song about Toy selling weed for his brother. It's kind of incredible. Especially because like Enta's song, which is um, the most provocative in terms of lyrics. <laughs> He's just kind of standing there like he moves his arms a little bit, but he doesn't do much. I mean, the choreography is great all around, but Kazuki's is like huge drama queen. Enta's is very stage performance, but then there's Toy. Toy's just doing something. We don't know what. <laughs> there's no like explanation for this. Toy. <laughs> there's, it doesn't fit with the song at all. He's just doing it. <laughs> I guess we should talk about the lyrics a little bit. I love how everyone was memeing on Toy saying, Tsumi Tobatsu. <laughs> what does that mean? Crime and punishment, little edge lord. Oh, and also the yeah, that was a big thing. It's still a big thing. Everyone uses it in their freaking dojins. It's just toys thing now. So the lyrics are actually really nice. Okay, so it's really different from Kazuki and Enta's character songs too. It's a lot more, I feel like serious. Like all of them are very introspective. Big shout out to Enta's character song, having a rant in the middle of it about how he picks for Kazuki's trash. King. Absolute king, this kid. But Toy's character song, it's it's kind of like a summary of his character arc almost. Yeah, yeah, it is. I actually really like how that kind of it it's um I think very circular in a way. It starts off with him like doing the weed business for Chikai, and then in the middle, it's about him 
It's basically about him and Chikai during episode 9. And then at the end of it, it's more episode 11. It basically hits all of the QG points. It even includes the Sorega Doshita line. And what's so wrong with that? And the little... He does this, you and I can conquer that river together. We made an oath to survive in this world. And then, you know, he says it's Chikai's name is Oath. So he's saying Chikai's name also. Good stuff. And then that line repeats later. You and I can conquer that night together to survive in this world until the distant future. Toy is distant. (laughs) But then the last one is like, it kills me. It's, I can conquer that summer alone. I'll survive in this world even if you're not beside me. The tragedy of these two. Also, in this song, it reveals that uh, Toy refers to Chikai with Anta as a, se- as a second person pronoun. Just think that's a little interesting. Why? I don't know. <laughs> we don't really hear him refer to him as anything else other than Nissan throughout this show. Though Chikai does confirm in episode 8 that he used to call him Nichan. Yeah, this whole song is so much. And because especially there, it repeats this motif of um, Toy dirtying his hands and feeling like he can't wipe his hands clean after he's done all this crime. But then it's it's like hopeful at the end. It says, I'll plunge in to recover the prayer I discarded on that day. No need to sugarcoat it. These hands won't let go so easily. He's going to hang on to his connections. He's playing soccer again. There's the meaning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's basically his character arc, which makes it even sadder. Because <laughs> Entis, Entis is just about how he likes Kazuki. And Kazuki's is about how he hates himself. Oh, Kazuki. <laughs> and meanwhile, Toy's just singing about Nissan. Not even in Toy's character song can we escape Chikai's death. I know I hate it. Give us a happy, funny song for Toy. We can't. Okay, well, at least we got we got the choreography in the stage play. Yeah, at, le- at least that's <laughs> <laughs> what everyone refers to as questionable. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people say Interesting. Yeah, say it's uh, weird. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's good. I also, if anyone knows where, if like anyone has uploaded the actual DVD version, because this the stream version is online, but the DVD version has close-ups during Toy Money, which make it even better. He does he does this funny thing. So when he's walking down the stairs, you can't see it in the stream version because it's too far away. But in the DVD version, it closes up on him, and he's he's doing this thing with his fingers, like beckoning. <laughs> I can't, I can't describe it, but he's like pulling his fingers in slowly, beckoning, which is like, why? <laughs> why? So, you know, get the DVD, because this is the stuff you're missing out on. Get the DVD that costs like $100. <laughs> it's fine. You know what? I ordered it on Amazon to get the Kooji Bros. Broma, and I didn't even get the right one. Oh, no! I'm handing you the L on that one. Oh, we should also talk about the bromides for this. We talked about it a little bit before with the head pat one. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there were Koji Bros bromide. And there's one that I mentioned in episode two where Chikai is fucking hover-handing Toy. <laughs> He's about to give him the head pats, but he just won't do it. And Toy's just looking at him. 
Toy's doing that. And he's like, pleading emoji. Please give him the headpads! It's so sad. But then they have one where they're happy. It's like kind of a similar pose to um, the one that you get in episode nine in the flashback where they're like laughing and running and it's very cute. Yeah, and that's also another reference to the Ken and Mary commercial. Yeah. <laughs> so we get one as a bromide with the actors. It's really good. They're happy. I When I saw that, I died and was like, okay, I need the bromides. There's happy Koozie Bros. <laughs> And then you didn't even get them. No, I didn't get the exclusive one on Amazon. I got <laughs> I got the other bromides. Oh, okay. I just didn't get the one where they're like taking a selfie together or whatever. It's really cute. We just got, we got blessed with the stage play. Toy's actor is, is particularly cute. He's like, he was 16 or 17, right? Yeah, he was only 17. He was, he was the baby of the cast. Even babier than the than the actor they got to play Haruka. Shikai's actor, and it's just so sweet. Oh, we didn't talk about the, uh, during the applause. You remember that? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it was on the streamed version! So the actors were giving their, you know, little speeches at the end, thanking everyone. Um, and Mabu's actor, he was just talking, he was just, you know, having a normal day, and then Shikai's actor has to come along and starts, um... Like, hurrying him through, like, doing little symbols and stuff to get him to hurry up. And Toy starts, Toy's actor starts going along with it like a little baby. It's really cute. Starts mimicking him. And then, and then I think it's just, like, Rayo, Rayo's actor starts deciding to get into a fight with Chikai. And, like, the others have to pull Rayo back and Toy just holds on to Chikai while Chikai is screaming at him. And then Chikai can start his little speech and i don't know what they're talking about i think he's just talking about like you know what it's like playing chikai and he mentions his 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 ototo and motions to toy's actor and the audience just goes <laughs> they go <laughs> and then what's his reaction that was way too quick oh my god it's so good it's especially good because like the audience you know a, a lot it was a big reo mabu audience of course but like they didn't really make any noise for the reo mabu parts <laughs> with the coochie stands in the audience just being loud and going Foo. It, it was a magical moment to see live <laughs> it's just good um and then it was so sweet on like their Twitter, the Toys actor and Chikai's actor on their Twitters, they each had their little, you know, kind of parting tweets. And it was mostly like, it was like pictures of Toy and Chikai that they took like on the stage and whatever. And Toys was Sayonara Nissan. And Chikai's was Arigato Toy. Oh. It was really precious. I loved I loved the actors for the stage play, and I just want them to act in those roles forever. There's also the fact that uh, uh, Chikai's actor, he also played uh, Sionji in the first Utena musical. Oh yeah, that's perfect. He, <laughs> I feel so bad for him. He's typecast. Typecast as shitheads. <laughs> so I think we can go on to Week in the Kuji fandom. This Week in the Kuji fandom... Kaucha still reigns supreme. Yeah, there's still mostly art about toy, toy Kaucha. Very good. Baby cow Toycha. We will never forget him. I think he's just going to take on this whole year. I believe in him. I believe in the power of baby cow Toycha. The runner up for this week was uh the, the whole mole car thing. 
everyone's been super distracted by a certain little show on YouTube called Pui Pui Moruka, which is about what if cars were guinea pigs? And it's by this really talented uh, stop motion director, Tomoki Misato. They're also doing a short film called My Little Goat. Looks absolutely terrifying, but I'm sure I'm going to love it. But yeah, it's not really Kuji related, but there was Kuji related fan art, though, courtesy of Zen My Show. Well, there's been a few. There was. Um... Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, there was that there was that one by Alphaton where Chikai is causing a traffic jam because he keeps looking at baby toy pictures. <laughs> That's so good. So yes, it's it is related to the Kuji fandom. It just takes a backseat to baby cow toy chan. Yeah, everything does. And then this week for the fan artist that we wanted to talk about is Uncle. Um, mostly because they're moving accounts and so we would like to honor them a little bit. They're not leaving. They're <laughs> just moving. Yeah, they're just moving from their dedicated Sadazanmai account to their miscellaneous account because they're getting busy with actual life stuff. Yeah, if you look at the Sadazanmai account, their art is gorgeous. Um, they just do such pretty toys and pretty backgrounds and scenery. It's lovely. Um, a lot of it, I think, is shippy. It kind of depends. It's, you know, the same as other Sadazanmai artists. The basic Coochie artist warning. They've also done dojins, and they did this whole Coochie Idol project uh, that Kat and I both wanted, and we could not attain. Because it sold out way too fucking quickly. Just immediately. I had it in my cart, and it sold out while I was going to buy it. But someone snagged it from you. And it came with really cute uh, little... Like, there were fans that had, you know, it had, like, Kuji Chikai-kun and Kuji Toy-kun, and they were just really cute little little merch things, and I wanted it so bad. Absolute missed opportunity on our parts. We're taking the L on that. We were devastated, but it looks really nice, and their art is gorgeous, so highly recommend. Chikai is an idol, though. Could you imagine? No, I can't, because no one would stand him. I would! That's not enough. It's not a market. That one Yuri anime about that about that girl loving an unpopular idol, but it's just me and Chikai. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Chikai would be technically popular because Toy would buy all of his merch. Toy would absolutely, like, kill it as an idol, though. He would be so cute. Honestly, I've, I've been thinking about trio idols. They would be adorable. Yeah, we got them in the during the the Seiyu event that we didn't get like full reports on or have it recorded or anything like that, god damn it. Kuni, why? We didn't get to see Toy say Dishu. Oh god, I wish we could see it. Why? Why why wouldn't they give that to us? Why would they do this? But yeah, I really regret also not getting those acrylic stands. I at least want the toy acrylic stand of the idol. Cause it's just cute. He's cute. We need a spin-off anime that's the trio as idols. And Sarah can be their manager. Absolutely. She is their mentor. Shady Kepi is their manager. And Chikai, he's like, he hides in the crowds. He tells Toy he's away on business and he can't come see him. But he's like hiding in the crowds and buying all of the Toy Mart. Oh, that's so sweet! They got each other's backs. 